Tonight, we celebrate the evening Mass of the Lord's Supper, that moment in which Jesus celebrates the Passover, that event that we heard about in our first reading this evening, that of the Exodus, that of the angel of death passing over the homes that were marked by the blood of the Lamb. And tomorrow, as we commemorate Good Friday, we will be marked once again with the blood of Jesus. Jesus, all throughout his public ministry, was preparing people for this moment in the gospel that we just heard. He was preparing them for that moment when at the last supper, at that Passover meal, that Jesus would get up and he would wash the feet of his disciples and as they would go through that script as all the Jewish people had done for years, he departed from that script. And he took bread, unleavened bread, the bread of the Passover, he broke it, and he said, take this, all of you, and eat it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. And in just a few hours, truly, his body was given up for us as he died on the cross on Calvary's hill. And then, and that Jewish meal of the Passover, they shared a cup of wine, but again, changing the script just a little, Jesus takes the cup, and he says, this is my blood, the blood of the new covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many. Do this in remembrance of me. Jesus was preparing the people for that moment that he would give his body and his blood, this perpetuation now that has happened from that last summer onwards to this very day. That even though masses are suspended, they are not canceled, they are suspended public masses, the mass continues. It is celebrated so that what Jesus said on the night of that last supper might continue. That we do take that bread and we take that cup filled with wine we offer it to the Father, breaking it and giving thanks and saying those same exact words that Jesus said on the night of that last supper. There were moments, though, all throughout Jesus' public ministry that he was pointing them to this moment. Of course, there was that first public miracle in Cana of Galilee, where Mary, the mother of Jesus, goes to Jesus and says, They have no more wine. And Jesus says, Woman, my hour, the hour of salvation has not yet come. But now Jesus ushered in that hour because he performed that miracle. And that hour that Jesus talks about is now at hand. But what did Jesus do? He took water and he turned it into wine. That was a marvelous wine, surely, because it was miraculous. But it, it was almost as if he wanted to say, but the best is yet to come, that I will give you wine that will be my blood at that night of the Last Supper. Jesus was pointing to this moment of the Last Supper when he multiplied those fishes and those loaves that he took those five loaves of bread and he broke them and they distributed them to 
Jesus went across in a boat to the other side, but people rushed him because they heard about him, because they tasted that bread that he gave them. It was almost as if he wanted to say in that moment, but the best bread is yet to come. And that's when he taught in the Gospel of John that I am the bread of life, that whoever eats my body and drinks my blood will not die, but will live forever. So tonight, recalling all of these manifestations of the Eucharist present in the public ministry and teaching and Gospels and the life of Jesus, we realize that there is a longing that there is this hungering for the Lord, that just as those 5,000 were fed with those miraculous loaves and they longed for more and hungered for more, now on week four of the suspension of public masses and the celebration of the Eucharist as a community, there is a hunger of our people, a hunger to receive the Lord Jesus in that supernatural bread of life that he gives to us tonight. In the church, for many, many years, in the medieval church, there was something called an ocular communion. Ocular meaning the eyes. An ocular communion that as the priest would raise the host, that, that was the communion of the eyes. Widespread reception of Holy Communion on a regular basis was not the norm for many, many years. It wasn't really until Pope Pius X encouraged the frequent reception of Holy Communion that that became normative. And so, imagining the hunger of the people long ago and how we hunger in a similar way. The allusions to the Eucharist, though, are not just in the New Testament. It's not just in the life and the teaching and ministry of Jesus, but it's there in the Old Testament as well. Surely on that night of the Passover, that unleavened bread, we see a symbol, sure. But when Moses led the people out of slavery in Egypt into the promise of freedom in Israel, God raked down manna from heaven. That these people were hungry in the desert. They were hungering and they were complaining against God. How is it that you let us out in the desert? And now we're still hungry. We're no better off than we were before. And then God brings down manna from heaven. And that's why Jesus says, I am the living bread. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert, but I will give you the true bread from heaven. The people that Moses had charge of hungered. They longed for food, for that daily allotment. Jesus taught the disciples to pray for their daily bread. In this time in which we hunger and long for the Lord, on this night of the Last Supper, let us pray that maybe the grace that we receive in this time of quarantine life will be the grace of never taking the Eucharist for granted, of having that hunger and wanting to come to Mass Sunday after Sunday. 
Because if we truly believe that what Jesus did on this night of the Last Supper, that he took bread and blessed and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, this is my body and this is my blood, then we shouldn't want to miss out on that any longer. Today we are the people in the desert, maybe complaining a little bit, yes. We are hungry and longing for our God. We are like those people that ate the bread that Jesus multiplied and they wanted more because we had a taste of the Eucharist for so long and now we do not. We are like those people at that wedding feast who longed for another cup of wine and how we long to receive the Lord's blood once again. Tonight we live the scriptures as a people who are hungry but we know that Jesus feeds his people. He doesn't abandon them. He feeds us tonight with the very word of God. He feeds us as we have that ocular communion. He nourishes us as we pray for that supernatural grace through reception of that spiritual communion. God feeds us in many different ways right now, sustaining us until that moment that he can feed us with himself once again. Let us long and anticipate for that day.